0: Yes, move in. Sorry, no problem. Do you want me to come show you? Yeah, one second, I come show you. What happens sometimes? You got it? Okay. okay. Okay, okay. We're good to go. All right. Can I start? Alhamdulillah Rabbil was wa salatu wa salam ala abdulillahi wa rasoolih nabiyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd I'd like to welcome you to a brand new class. This is the first time that we did this class here in Gateshead. Actually, I used to do classes for kids in Dubai. And the only people who remember these classes are my kids who are here today. Otherwise, the other kids who are here didn't didn't come to my classes in Dubai. And what we used to do is we used to do uh, stories of the prophets. What did we do? Stories of the prophets, stories of the Sahaba, and stories from Islamic history we did and they never got published on video because they were kids classes and we didn't want to show the kids on video or anything like that but alhamdulillah now we have a different option to live stream the class on YouTube made for kids and that means that all the kids who want to watch it wherever they are in the world they can they can watch it with us inshallah but we can still have the kids in the masjid who are Observing social distancing And inshallah we can continue the classes But instead of just doing stories this time Last time I just used to do stories Stories of the prophets Stories of the sahaba Stories from Islamic history Actually this time I want to do things a little bit different I want to change the subject every couple of weeks So we do a little bit of something And then we change to a different subject So we cover all the different subjects of Islam and we cover a little bit about them all. So I'm gonna ask you a question. Now I have to apologize to the guys who are watching on the live stream today. And that is because of the rules of YouTube. When you do classes for kids, you're not allowed to have live chat, which means that people can't type on the side of the screen, they can't type answers to the questions. So all the kids who are watching at home, You guys are just gonna have to answer to yourselves and then see if you're right. Because sadly, I'm not able to put your answers on the screen like we do with the adult classes. And that's a restriction that comes from YouTube. They say that we're not allowed for classes for children. We're not allowed to have the children chatting in the class. So Alhamdulillah. But let me ask you a question. Who can tell me first of all, some of the different sciences of Islam? So Islam is different subjects, right? So I'll give you one, I'll give you one tafsir we did tafsir yesterday in the masjid tafsir understanding the quran that's one who can give me another different subject that's part of islam go on aisha you've got an answer i can see you giving the an answer go on go on I'll Ask everyone on youtube is watching you you have to give the answer now what do you say fiqh excellent fiqh so what is fiqh about what is fiqh about muath what do you think Fiqh. What does this mean? You speak Arabic fluently, what's fiqh? You're not sure. Fiqh is in, originally fiqh in Arabic means understanding, but fiqh here is to do with the practical actions like how to pray, how to make wudu, how to give charity and zakah and things like that, how to fast in Ramadan. That's what we're going to do in fiqh though. That's not the topic for today What other topics are there in Islam? Apart from we did tafsir And we said fiqh What other topics do we have in Islam? Any other topic? Excellent We, MashaAllah, fantastic Talking about the stories of The prophets So that's called Either sirah Or we can put it under Tariq, history So seerah or history, excellent What other things, mu'ad have you heard of? What about when we study the things the Prophet said? Sorry? Okay, the five pillars of Islam, that's true But the five pillars of Islam, they come into different subjects So, la ilaha illallah comes into one subject And f- salah and zakah and fasting, they come into a different We said about fiqh But that's very true. That's going to be part of what we're going to talk about: the five pillars of Islam. Yes, madam. Learning how to to pray. pray. Yes, definitely. That's part of fiqh. Learning how to pray. What about hadith? Nobody's. Nobody remembers hadith. Hadith, huh? What's a hadith? uh, Hmm. Try. Not quite. Nearly. Nearly. Let's try. Muad. It's what the Prophet wasallam said and did So what he said and what he did And what he approved of He was happy with And his description, that's a hadith So we're going to talk about In some of our classes We're going to talk about hadith But still nobody got the topic for today Wallah, we need help from these people from YouTube But they can't type Because it's not allowing them to type Yes, Anas, what do you think? Sunnah Sunnah could be hadith Sunnah could go on the same topic of hadith in a way So other things What about Arabic language? Isn't Arabic part of Islamic studies? We do, it, we do Arabic as part of Islamic studies, right? So Arabic language is part of Islamic studies as well How to recite the Quran That's part of Islamic studies What else do we have? Okay, giving charity comes under fiqh You're right Okay Now I'm sure you didn't give that answer Because you knew the topic for today right Yeah Okay maybe you did know the topic for today So you knew that answer Knowing about Allah And Allah's names And Allah's rights Allah's rights And that all falls under a science We call aqeedah We call it aqeedah Or we sometimes call it iman all to do with what Muslims have to believe What do you have to believe? Can you give me an example of something you have to believe in Islam? Something you have to believe, yes Mu'ad. You have to believe in Allah, excellent Yes Anas? You have to believe La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, excellent Yes Rahman Believe in the angels, excellent You have to believe in the angels, that's true There is no God worthy of worship except Allah Excellent, yes Dan You have to believe in the Quran And all of the scripture that was revealed by Allah To the prophets You have to believe in the prophets The prophets Yes Anas You have to believe in the last day You have to believe in the day of judgment Did we miss any out? To believe in Allah and his angels, his messengers, his scripture To believe in the last day We missed that one Qadr, oh that's a difficult topic, right? To believe in Allah's decree What Allah decrees, the good of it and the bad We're going to talk all about that But today we're just going to start with one really simple question Man Rabbuk Who is your Lord? Who is your Lord? Now I know all you put your hand up Everyone in the class, I'm not showing them on the video We don't want to show them on the video because they're kids We don't want to put them in the video But everyone in the room put their hand in the air because everyone knows the basic, simple answer to this So okay, let me pick Let me ask we. Allah. Allah Rabbi Allah My Lord is Allah My Lord is My Lord is Allah Okay But we need something more than that I want to ask you a question How do we know Allah? How do we know Allah? And I want Yusuf to answer me that question From where do we know Allah? There's more than one answer Where do we know Allah from? Do we know Allah because we had a dream And we thought about how Allah is Is that how we know Allah? No How do we know Allah then? i give you a clue what Abdurrahman read in the Salah, when Rahman was reading in the Salah when he was reading that how did we know how did what does that tell us about Allah? Well, how do we know Allah from from what okay. do we have to give it no I want the answer From the Quran yeah yeah. Yes? No? Maybe? Maybe, okay We know Allah, first of all From what Allah told us about himself In the Qur'an What Allah told us about himself In the Qur'an So what did Allah tell us about himself in the Qur'an? What did Allah tell us? Generally, I don't want, I don't want specific examples Just generally, what did Allah tell us about in the Qur'an? He told us his names. Some of his names. That's very accurate. Allah Aisha is very accurate on the dot. Some of his names. But how do you mean some of... You mean not all of Allah's names are in the Quran? No. Not all of Allah's names are in the Quran. But Allah told us some of his names. What else did Allah tell us about himself in the Quran? Excellent. He told us that he is the only God... And that we have to worship him. Okay, so what does this come under? He told us his names and he told us some of his attributes, like who he is, what he does. And he told us some of his actions. So he told us his names and he told us his attributes, his description. What, for example, he told us about his mercy. He told us about His forgiveness. And he told us about his actions, about the things that he does. What are some of the things that Allah does? What are some of the things that Allah does? Yes, Mu'adh? Okay, so Allah Azzawajal controls the angels. He created the angels. So can we say the first thing that Allah does? We can say that Allah creates. Yeah. اللَّهُ رَبُّكُمْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا كُلِّ The creator of everything, so worship him. So everything that exists, who created it then? Allah. Allah created everything that exists. Even our actions... Everything Allah created. Nothing exists in this world. No people, no things, no objects, no actions, except that Allah created them. Allah created everything. What else does Allah do? What else did Allah tell us in the Quran that he does? So he mentioned controlling the angels. So commanding the angels. Yes, Allah told us that. وَمَا إِلَّا بِأَمْرِ رَبِّكَ We only descend by the command from Allah When Allah commands us to go down We go down from the, from the heavens to the earth So Allah controls everything in the universe Would you say that that's something Allah tells us in the Quran that he does? Everything in the universe Allah controls it Everything good and everything else Allah controls it What else does Allah tell us in the Quran that he does? He forgives people He forgives people Allah tells us in the Quran He forgives people Can you think of something in the Quran That tells us about how forgiving Allah is Any ayah of the Quran Yes, Rahman Even if your sins are as big as a mountain Allah will forgive you That's very true That's very true And you actually have a clue In because I said Rahmah and Rahmah is your name, and Rahma is the answer. Then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala tell us, Your Lord is most forgiving, and He is possessor of mercy. He's always having mercy and forgiving people. That's very true. Allah said, <laughs> إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ Allah said that say to my servants who have oppressed themselves The people who did bad things All those people who did bad things Don't feel that Allah won't forgive you Don't feel sad that Allah won't forgive you Don't say that Allah is never going to forgive me Allah forgives all the mistakes that people make All the sins people do All the mistakes Allah forgives them Allah forgives them So what else does Allah Tell us in the Quran That he does It's punishment Okay so we had forgiveness And rahmah And mercy But we now have We have punishment Can you tell me Some of the people That Allah punished That Allah told us In the Quran That he punished Some of the nations We mentioned one In the tafsir class yesterday Thamud, so you were listening to my Tafsir class yesterday And I thought you were asleep in the back Thamud Thamud How did Thamud get destroyed? Mm, they got destroyed By what? Wind or an earthquake? Which one was it? Fa'amma <laughs> فَأُهْلِكُوا صح? صحيح? Yes? No? We're thinking about it? Thamud got destroyed by? Okay. By an earthquake. Anas says earthquake. Khalas. That's it. Okay, next. Uh, we said Allah punishes. We said Thamud. Does anyone know any other people? Come on, you be stories of the prophets. Habib, you are not giving me any answers everyone else give me answers you give me one i want to know the people who allah sent a big flood against them who was it okay you shut it's okay who was it who sent allah sent a big flood against the people No, not Hud. Mm, Fir'aun drowned in the river. But the people that Allah sent a big flood against them. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Who is this story about? Mm-hmm. Nuh, alayhis salam. You guys can come and sit if you want If you want to come and sit You don't have to sit right at the front But you can come and sit So Allah destroyed Nuh The people of Nuh Allah destroyed the people of Nuh with a flood Okay, so Allah tells us about His punishment Why does Allah tell us about Himself in the Qur'an? What's the benefit of Allah telling us about him in the Qur'an? Why do we need to know about Allah? Mm-hmm. So you know who created you. He didn't create the Qur'an. We don't say he created the Qur'an, but you're right. We know who created us. Because the Qur'an wasn't created. Allah spoke the Qur'an. He didn't create it. But you're right that Allah uh, so that you know who created you. But more than that, Because maybe everybody knows who created them I mean, even if you didn't learn anything from the Qur'an Even if I just ask one of those people outside And I say to them, who created you? They're going to say, Allah created me Right? They're going to say, Allah created me Or they're going to say, God created me But why did Allah tell us all about him in the Qur'an? You're right that we have to know Allah But why do we need to know Allah? Why is it so important to know Allah? Ooh, shall I ask? Rahmah To become a Muslim That's an excellent answer I love that answer We need to know Allah to become a Muslim But I need someone to explain Rahma's answer I need someone to explain the answer Help us out Because she gave the right answer So we need to know Allah to become a Muslim We need to know Allah to become a Muslim But what does that mean? Go on Okay, you're definitely getting very close So we can know the pillars of Islam Very close Excellent So you can worship him You can worship him You can worship Allah How can you worship someone you don't know? Right? How can you worship someone You don't know If you don't know Allah Who will you be praying to? Someone says Allahu Akbar Say okay, what are you doing? Say, I'm praying. Say okay, who are you praying to? He says, I don't know. Say, I don't know, I have no idea. Why don't you tell me who I'm praying to? So it doesn't work, right? If you want to worship Allah, if you want to worship Allah, you have to know who Allah is and what Allah does. You have to know Allah's names, and you have to know Allah's attributes. What Allah tells us about himself. And you have to know Allah's actions. And when you know those names and those attributes and those actions, then you want to worship Allah and you fear Allah more. And as Aisha said, you love Allah more and you fear Allah and you fear Allah more. You love Allah more and you fear Allah more. And you worship Allah more, and that's why one of the scholars he said, "Man kana minhu He said, "Whoever knows Allah more, fears Allah more. And worships Allah more, أبعد, and his further away from disobeying Allah." So the more you know Allah. The more you worship Allah, the more you fear Allah, the more you love Allah, when you know Allah more Okay, now I've got, still got some questions about Allah's names How many names does Allah have? Or oh, I'm going to almost guarantee that almost everyone who put their hands up got the is going to get the answer wrong No, but you're correct, but you're not correct You are correct, but you're not correct Go on, no Still Alisha was the most correct But still there needs to be some explanation Yes No Allah has more than one name Allah has more than 99, more than 100 Like 150 Okay, actually I asked you a difficult question And the most correct answer was Alicia's answer But it needs a bit of explanation Actually we don't know The total number of names that Allah has But out of all of Allah's names There are 99 special names But that doesn't mean Allah has only 99 names Allah has more than 99 names And we know that because if we just look at the names of Allah In the Quran And in the Sunnah If we just look at the names of Allah in the Qur'an And in the Sunnah We get more than 99 In fact we get something like 120 or more than that Just in the Qur'an and the Sunnah When we look at the Qur'an and we look at the Sunnah We find more than 99 And Allah told us In a dua the Prophet ﷺ used to make That Allah has more than 99 names The Prophet ﷺ used to say Allahumma inni as'aluka bi kulli ismin huwa lak O oh Allah, I ask you by every name that is yours. Okay, follow me on this. He called himself. Or you sent down in your book. Or you taught any one of your creation. Or you kept it with you in the unseen. So that means some of Allah's names are in the Qur'an. Some of Allah's names he taught to people like the Prophet ﷺ in the sunnah. And some of Allah's names he kept with himself. So that means there has to be more than 99 names. But why do we remember the number 99? Why did everyone put their hands up and say 99, 99, 99? Because of a hadith. This hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, it's authentic hadith. He said, إِنَّ tis wa Allah has 99 names What you said 99 names 100 minus 1 What's 100 minus 1? 99 Whoever remembers them And and whoever learns them And thinks about them Will go to Jannah How many names? 90, how many names? 99 99 but those 99 are not the only names I'll give you an example this is not true but I'm going to give you an example in my wallet I have 10 pound how much is in my wallet in total? in my wallet I have 10 pound how much is in my wallet in total? you don't know Because I didn't tell you how much is in total I just told you that among all the things in my wallet There's a 10 pound note I didn't tell you if I've got Maybe 200, maybe 11, maybe 12, maybe 15 But I just told you that in the things that are in my wallet There's a 10 pound note That's the same about Allah's names That Allah has many many names But out of all those names there are How many? 99 That are special Do we know which 99 they are? Do we have, do we actually know which name, which out of all the names we know, do we know which are the 99 we don't know? And now I'm gonna ask you a difficult question. This is the hardest question I've asked you so far, okay? Okay, why don't we know, or what's the wisdom, what's the reason why we don't know what those 99 names are exactly? What's the benefit for us? Why is it a good thing? What's, what can we That we don't know exactly what those 99 names are Which name is number 1, number 2, number 3, number 4 Okay, good I like that answer So Allah can test us That's true But in what way? Shall I give the answer? So that you can work hard to learn all the names of Allah And if you learn all the names that you can find You'll get the 99 Inshallah So if you learn all the names of Allah Then you can get, you can get the 99 Okay, I've got a question for you Because we said you learn about Allah from the Quran Where else do you learn about Allah from? Can you answer me? Where else do you learn Allah about Allah from? From the From the Sunnah From the Sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, From what the Prophet said Can you learn about Allah from anything else? Is there any other thing you can learn about Allah from? There's not really, is there? There's really nothing else Because you can't see Allah, can you? You can't look at Allah Not until you die After you die, you can see Allah But you can't see Allah right now, right? You can't see Allah And If you can't see Allah, how can you know about Allah? You can only know about Allah with what Allah said, and what the Prophet ﷺ said. That's it, the Quran and the Sunnah. So, is it allowed for someone just to make up something about Allah? Why not? One of the biggest mistakes you can make is you say something about Allah you don't know. Sah, you say something about Allah, you don't know it's a very, very big sin in Islam. Okay. Now I've got a big question. A really big question. Big question. My question now is what is the right of Allah? You know what a right means. Does everyone understand what a right is? Like the teacher's right is for you to listen, pay attention. And the right of the masjid is that you pray to Haith masjid when you come in. Does everyone understand what's the right of Allah? What's the right of Allah? What does Allah deserve from us? Hmm. Dan, go on. For us to obey Him. That's a good answer, but that's not the... That's a part of it, but that's not the whole answer. There's one word, that's the whole answer. Yes, Mu'an. Pray to him, that's also. Together with Danny, we've got pray to him, obey him. That can go together. But we need a bigger word than that. A word that's bigger than that. Yes, Rahman. To worship him. Excellent. MashaAllah. To worship him. I'm going to tell you a hadith. I'm going to tell you something the Prophet Wasallam said. One day the Prophet Sallallahu was riding on a donkey And there was a young boy riding with him And that young boy's name was What was his name? Mu'adh Mu'adh ibn Jabal He was a Sahabi, his name was Mu'adh ibn Jabal What was his name Mu'adh? Mu'adh, very good You're not going to forget his name are you Mu'adh? You're not gonna forget his name. His name was Mu'ad. And when they were riding together, the Prophet turned to Mu'ad and he said to Muad, Muad, do you know what's the right of Allah over the people, over us, the servants? And what's their right over him? What do you think Muad said? Give me a simple answer, what, definitely what Mu'ad said Very good, right? very good answer He said Allah knows best He said Allah and his messenger know best He said Allahu wa a'lam. Allah and his messenger know best Allah and his messenger know best Meaning I don't know the answer, you tell me the Prophet said The right of Allah Is you worship Him And you don't make any partner with Him You worship Him And you don't make any partner with Him Okay This has got two big questions First of all What does it mean to worship Allah? And second of all, what does it mean to make a partner with Allah? Go on, you said for worshipping Allah. Go on. Praying to Him is a type of worshipping Allah. Very good. Yes. Ah, you see, We've given examples. I want a big way of understanding worship. I want you to explain worship. Someone comes to you who is not a Muslim. And says to you, what do you mean you worship Allah? What do you mean you worship Allah? I had an idea? No What do you mean you worship Allah? What does it mean you worship Allah? You have to worship Allah The right of Allah is to worship Allah What does worshipping Allah mean? We said praying That was a good example Can you think of another example? Yes Habibi Dua mashallah, Perfect example Perfect example Dua Yes Fasting Excellent Obeying Allah Excellent Hajj, very good. So far, what about the ones you gave earlier? We said loving Allah, fearing Allah, yeah? Loving Allah, fearing Allah. You gave those examples. Okay. Who can then tell me something more Than what is worship What does it mean to worship Allah Praying, dua, obeying But we need to give Give me, explain it to me You gave me examples You said praying, yes You said uh, dua So I forgot, I forgot your name You can tell me later I forgot your name Ah, Oh of course Oscar I forgot Oscar, you said to me, du'a, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's correct Who else said to me, obeying, I think Danny you said, obeying Allah That's correct That's correct But so far, nobody explained it to me Everyone gave examples Loving Allah, that's correct Fearing Allah, that's correct Yes, Anas Obeying all the instructions, that's correct, but still an example You still didn't explain it to me Yes, right. Hajj, that's an example The five pillars of Islam That's an example, they're all examples Explain it to me What is worship? Okay, but that's to worship Allah Is not make a partner with him But that's like, that's, you've kind of made a circle Yeah, like you made an answer That goes into an answer Yes, I Excellent, you're completely right Obeying the Prophet So I said, excellent But it's still You're giving me examples You're not giving me the whole thing Yes, Rahman Sorry There's no God worthy of worship except Allah That's true So let me explain to you a little bit Let me explain a little bit around I'll explain a little bit around for you Worship Is A word that covers lots of things, right? It covers everything Allah loves. Everything that Allah loves. Everything Allah is pleased with. Whether something you do on the outside or something you do on the inside. What's something you do on the outside? Like praying, right? Allahu Akbar, yeah? That's on the outside. Something you do on the inside, like loving Allah. Whether it's something... That you say, like saying Alhamdulillah Or something that you do Like raising your hands in Dua All of that is worship So worship is everything that Allah loves And everything Allah is pleased with Whether something you say or something you do Whether on the outside or on the inside Can we go over that again? Worship is Everything that Allah loves and is pleased with Whether something you say Or something you do Whether it's on the outside Or whether it's on the inside All of that is worship And what worship really means is Lowering yourself in front of Allah See when you make dua Oscar I want to ask you a question When you, may, you asked me about dua You said dua right When you make dua How do you make dua to Allah? Okay, you ask Allah by his names, like you say Allahu Akbar Subhanallah And you call upon Allah and you ask Allah for something, right? You say Allah give me something When you're asking Allah, are you proud and arrogant and saying that I'm a big person Or are you asking Allah like a poor person? Like a poor person, right? So when you worship Allah, you're lowering yourself down for Allah. Like when you make sajda, you put your head on the ground, like you're in the lowest place. And Allah is in the highest place. Because Allah is, where is Allah? Allah is above the heavens. Allah is above the heavens. How do we know that Allah is above the heavens? Allah told us, أَأَمِنْتُمْ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاءِ بِكُمْ do you feel safe that the one who is above the heavens is going to make the earth swallow you up? Do you feel safe, the one who's above the heavens? And Allah said, <laughs> That the good word goes up to him. And there was a girl in the time of the Prophet, and there was a person, and he hit the girl really badly. It was a man, he hit the girl really badly and he was very sorry. So he came to the Prophet, he said, I hit this girl really badly and I feel really sorry. The Prophet brought her. He said, Ain Allah, where is Allah? She said, Fissama. He's above the heavens. He said to her, Man Anna, who am I? She said, Anta Rasulullah, you are the messenger of Allah. The Prophet said, Free her because she's a believer. When she said Allah is above He said let her go She's a believer So he let her go As a way to apologize For what he did So that shows us that Allah is above Allah is above Above the heavens Okay So we have to worship Allah We said about worshipping Allah Okay now the question is What does it mean To make a partner with Allah then? That's the biggest haram you're not allowed to do. So what was the hadith of Mu'adh? Worship Allah and don't make any partner with Him. So what does it mean to make a partner with Allah? You can give me examples to start with. Yes, Daniel. To worship someone other than Allah. Can you give me some examples? Like every example you gave. So Askar, you gave the example of dua, right? So if you make dua to someone other than Allah, someone else, Like you make dua to a prophet, or you make dua to an angel, or you make dua to a stone, or you make dua to a tree, or you make dua to the sun, or you make dua to the moon or the stars. This is making a partner with Allah. Yes, Habibi. Praying to other than Allah, MashaAllah. Praying to other than Allah. So when we pray, who do we pray to? Allah. We never pray for the Prophet. We never pray to the Prophet. We pray... For the Prophet, we say, Allah, give him a high status, give him a high position. But we don't pray to him, right? We only pray to Allah. Do we pray to the angels? We don't pray to the angels. We only pray to Allah. When we talk, you know, like we live in a country right now, we're in the UK, for those who are watching on YouTube. We're in the UK. Many people here are Christian. Do you know what, who they pray to? Jesus, Isa alayhi salatu wasalam They pray to Isa So they say, Isa, forgive me And they say, Isa, give me Jannah Can Isa give them Jannah? Yeah. Oh Allah, well, I can't give them Jannah Can Isa forgive them? Yeah. No, only Allah So when we pray, we don't pray to Isa We don't pray to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, We don't pray to Jibreel, the angel Jibreel We only pray to Allah so anyone who does any of those worship that you said you said which one did you say praying i think you said praying and you said hajj no you said hajj and you said dua you said praying right so anyone who does any of those things for other than Allah that person they can't be a muslim right they can't be a muslim إِنَّهُ مَنْ يُشْرِكْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ الْجَنَّةِ وَمَأْوَاهُ النَّارِ Allah said, whoever makes a partner with Allah, what's going to happen? Allah has said Jannah is haram for that person. If you make a partner with Allah, you cannot go to Jannah. And that person is going to go where? Where? Into the fire, right? Into the fire of Jahannam. Allah keep us safe. Allah is going to put those people into the fire Because they made a partner with Allah So what's the most important thing in Islam Is you worship Allah And you don't make a partner with Allah And that's the meaning of La ilaha illallah That's the meaning of La ilaha illallah And that's the first part of Islam right? The first part of the first pillar of Islam Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah so we know Allah so that we can worship him. Okay, so go back to the hadith of Mu'adh. Let's go back, a couple of steps, one minute. Let's go back to the hadith of Mu'adh. Mu'adh was riding on what animal? A on a donkey. The Prophet they were riding together on the same donkey. The same, the same animal. And the Prophet turned around to Mu'adh and he said to him, O Mu'adh, do you know what's the right of Allah? Over the people And what's the people's right over Allah? So the right of Allah over the people is what? People Worship him and, not... and don't make any partner with him What's the right of of the people over Allah then? Ah, uh, The right of the people over Allah أَنْ لَا يُعَذِّبَ مَنْ لَا that he will never punish the one who doesn't make a partner with him So as long as you don't make a partner with him He's not going to punish you There's a little bit extra in the hadith They went to Mu'ad, Mu'ad said Ya Rasulullah, afala la nas Shall I not go and tell the people this excellent news That just don't make a partner with Allah and Allah is not going to punish you Shall I not go and tell the people the news What's the Prophet ﷺ say? Yeah, he said Don't tell them Because they might rely on it And become lazy And stop doing good deeds And stop praying And stop fasting And stop making dua Because they're just saying that Okay, I'm I'm just not going to make a partner with Allah Okay, we recap For two more minutes Why is it important to know Allah? So you can worship Him properly It's only when you know Allah That you can worship Allah properly If you don't know Allah, it's hard to worship Allah properly The more you know Allah, the more you worship Him Yes, He created you And He sends down the rain And He gives life And He makes people die And He's the one who controls everything in the universe And He's the one who sends down the angels And he's the one who sent the Prophets And he's the one who sent the Quran and the Scripture The more you know Allah The more you will worship Allah How do we know Allah? How do we come to know Allah? Through three things Or two things, yes Through the Quran and the Sunnah, excellent And what is it in the Quran and the Sunnah That Allah tells us about himself? His names And his attributes And his actions And that's why we say Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Okay, we have one more little part to do today One more small part to do in today's lesson And then we're going to finish And that small part to do in today's lesson Is to ask you What does the word Allah mean? What does the word Allah The name Allah What does it mean? We know who Allah is You all said correctly who is Allah You all said Allah is our lord, Allah is our creator, Allah is the one we worship. But what does the name Allah mean? All of the names of Allah come inside excellent. So all of Allah's names come inside of it. But what does it what's the basic meaning? What's the basic meaning? The basic meaning of the name Allah. And I'll tell you what Ibn Abbas. You know who Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma? Who was Ibn Abbas? He was the Prophet's... Okay, Prophet's uncle's son. So who does that make it? Cousin. He was the Prophet's cousin. Salawatullahi wa He was the Prophet's cousin. Ibn Abbas, he said, Allah is... Allah is the one who is deserving of worship. That's what the word Allah means. The only one who deserves to be worshipped. Who all of creation worship Him. All of creation worship Him and all of creation are His servants. All of creation worship Him and all of creation are His servants. Servants. So the word Allah is the one who deserves to be worshipped. The only one who deserves to be worshipped. That's what the name Allah means, generally means. It means the only one who deserves to be worshipped. Why does Allah deserve to be worshipped? Why should I not worship the sun? Why, if someone says to you, Why should I not worship the sun? What's wrong with worshipping the sun? Why should I not worship the sun? Because Allah created you to worship him. And the sun didn't create anything. Very good. And Allah answers your dua, and the sun doesn't answer the dua of anyone. So we worship Allah because of who Allah is. Because of who Allah is. And Allah gave us the Quran to guide us. And the stars didn't give us anything. So Allah is the one Who deserves to be worshipped And this question مرربك, Who is your Lord This is the first question That the Muslim will be asked in their grave When they die The first question When you die And you go into your grave The first thing that you're going to be asked is مرربك, Who is your Lord So what are you going to answer My Lord is Allah My Lord is Allah and you don't make any partner with Allah you only worship Allah then you'll be from the people of Jannah and Allah will keep you safe from the fire and that's what I wanted to talk to you about in this class does anyone have any questions before we before we finish if there's any questions also from the girl side I know we have some of the younger girls here today but there's maybe some of the older girls in the sister's section if they have any questions they can send it inshallah Does anyone of you guys have any questions today? Did you understand what I said? Did anyone not understand what I said? Did anything I say sound confusing or not make sense? You can ask me Because probably if you're confused, other people are Yes Ah, okay, very good question Very good question, no Is it the case that Allah forgives all sins except shirk? That's after you die After you die, Allah will forgive everything Except making a partner with him But while you're alive Allah will even forgive making a partner with him If you ask him to forgive you for it And you stop doing it Does that make sense? Okay Yes Yes, straight away When you go inside of your grave The angels come and they make you sit up And they ask you, my who is your Lord? And you say, my Lord is Rabbi, Allah. My Lord is Allah. You'll be able to talk because Allah will make you able to talk. But you have to give the right answer. Yeah, because the person who didn't used to worship Allah in this life will not give the right answer. They will give the wrong answer. They will say, I don't know who my Lord is. Maybe the Christian will say, my Lord is Jesus. The Muslim is going to say, Rabbi Allah, my Lord is Allah. Very good. Okay. Oh, that's very bad. If, we, if you get it wrong, things go very bad from there. That's why you have to make sure that you get it right. But Allah will make you get it right if you lived, a li- if you lived your life like that. If your life now, you worshipped Allah and you didn't make a partner with him, Allah will make it easy for you to answer. Because Allah said, you اللَّهُ لَذِينَ amanu." Allah will make the people who believe, make them strong enough to answer that question with a strong answer. So they're going to say, my Lord is Allah. They're going to know how to answer the question. Yes. We're going to finish the class now, inshallah, okay? Yes, Habibi. Got a you got a question, no problem. You got a question, no problem. And he said, Does Allah know your divine? does allah know your dua if you don't say the words out loud yes he does because allah knows everything inna allah bi kulli allah knows everything but the sunnah is to say your dua out loud and that's why it's not really counted as a dhikr or a dua until you say it until you say it out loud but allah knows it even if you make du'a in your heart, Allah knows it. sudur. Allah knows what you hide inside of your heart. Allah knows what you hide inside of your heart. But the sunnah when you're making du'a is to make your lips move, make your mouth move. That's the sunnah. Yes. Okay. All right, let's finish up there. That's what Allah made easy for me to mention and Allah knows best. To all of the kids who participate in the masjid and all of the kids who are watching at home. And inshallah ta'ala, we're gonna try and do this class every week around this time at Maghrib time in the UK, in Newcastle, so uh, it's getting earlier and earlier now. It went to quarter past seven and it's keep getting earlier. But you can see on the YouTube channel what the time will be for the class and inshallah, we're going to try to do it every week, but a different topic. Every week, we'll do a little bit of a different, a different topic. Okay. Jazakumullah khairan for watching. Please subscribe, share, and you can visit MuhammadTim.com.